Welcome to Clay is a Four-Letter Word. Uh, my guest today is Johnny Arvizu, coming from Flagstaff, right? Flagstaff AZ. Flagstaff AZ. So welcome to the welcome to the pod. Um, it's uh, we kind of have been Insta friends for a couple months now. I feel like maybe a yeah. year or so. I think we kind of think he contacted me about a giveaway, and then I realized like, oh wait, you know somebody that I know, and yeah, yeah and I was like. Yeah, be on the podcast. Like, let's let's uh let's chat. Let's have our uh, let's have our like I said, let's have our ceramics first date. You know, <laughs> talking because we don't talk to people as much as we used to when we used to not have yeah. DMs and you know social media where you start to like call people up and be like, hey, how's it going? So, the question I always ask everybody to get started is, uh, what's your story? Like, how did you become? How did what? What was your journey to get into the world of ceramics and clay? Uh, so my, well, in high school, I always wanted to get into an art class, um, but I never got into one, unfortunately. Um, I was always in early childhood education, which, you know, but so come community college, I finally was able to get into a class with Tate Rich, you know, your buddy. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's so hard to not love that class with him in there. You know, he's so enthusiastic about it. So like his energy is just like throughout the whole room, whole place, really. And so yeah. I really enjoyed the class, you know, so I took a couple more. Um, and yeah, that was about two and a half years ago. And I just, you know, kept on going at it. Um, it's about it. I just kept on going at it. You know, I had a lot of uh, great artists around me and that really helped me, you know, throughout my whole time is just watching Tate work and, you know, just hearing him talk about Clay and then my buddy Tolly, you know, there's, there's a lot of good people around. Those are really good communities. So I just kind of stuck in there and I really love it. And that's down at what? Cochise college. Yeah. Cochise college in Douglas, Arizona. in Douglas, Arizona, yeah. which is pretty far South, right? It's yeah. pretty, de- it's pretty deserty. Yeah, it is. It's about, like you could walk to the border in about five ten minutes. You know, wow, so. <laughs> that's cool. So that's definitely something. Pretty yeah, cool. I know Tate always posts that. So me and Tate, when Tate was a, so your teacher Tate Rich, when he was a grad student, I was an undergrad, and I remember the first time I saw him, I think I was like, I think I had the class I had was on Wednesday was on Wednesdays, and I remember I had like I had another class on Monday and Tuesday, and I walked by the the room and I saw him like standing there just with with his big old smile on his face and he had like his bandana on and he was just like, looked like so happy. And I was like, who's that guy? Like that yeah, guy looks, that guy looks way too happy to be like, a, like, I mean, he's in ceramics, but I was just like, wow, like that guy's really stoked to like be yeah, in the studio. <laughs> yeah. And then I got to know him and I was like, Whoa, this guy's like Mr. Energy, like yeah. Mr. Energy and enthusiasm. And he's like funny as heck. And it was just like, Whoa, this guy's like intense, you know? Not intense, but like so passionate about clay. And I I think he was one of the first people that was like a contemporary of mine, like my age, who was really like, wow, this guy really loves ceramics on like another level and had enthusiasm and knowledge and was able to talk about it. And then I remember being as an advanced student, I just I didn't have a space to work. So I had to work in the main classroom and I'd be in the main classroom during Tate's beginning class. And the way he just got everybody to buy in and get crazy enthusiastic was so impressive. It was like, whoa, this guy is like, 
Yeah. You know, so it was so cool to be like, oh, wow, like you're one of his, you know, 15 years after the fact, we, uh, after the fact that we, uh, oh, it's been longer than that, but so now you're like kind of one of his guys. So you took a couple, you took a streamers class with Tate and it just clicked right away or? Um, it took, it took a while, you know, I started off hand building for a mm-hmm. while uh, and, you know, there was a point where like I hand built for like a semester or two and then there was a point where I just didn't know, like I had no direction in where I was going. So, yeah. Uh, I tried to to throw on the wheel, and that was horrendous. Yeah, <laughs> like so, most of us. Yeah, so I went back to hand building, and luckily Tate um, let me acquire the uh, salt kiln that we have over there. You know, uh-huh. by myself, like right when I started, pretty much. Wow. And so that was really cool. So I mean, I really just focused on actually firing you know more than oh. yeah and so that was really great of him to let me do that you know so pretty much since i got there i was firing that kiln by myself and, really uh, yeah so that's really pretty great. cool yeah like here second semester student like yeah with a bunch of other people's work in it or is uh, it all your work sometimes it, uh, i'll have a couple other students working there but mainly it was okay mine or one other person oh, okay so if you screwed up it was like it was yeah. your screw up. You weren't like, <laughs> yeah. sorry guys, like there's yeah. a yeah, there's your project. <laughs> I hope your grades uh, and yeah. yeah, so so the firing is what, what really got you into it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was something like that. Like I just couldn't get down, you know, like every time it would be something way different and I was just like, Why is that happening? What's going on? You know, so I kept on firing it and firing it, you know changed something tried something else uh, asked a couple people you know for information on you know how to fire it mm-hmm. uh, what could i be doing better whatever that is fixing the kiln you know yeah <laughs> so it was a lot like i spent a lot of time just with that kiln alone so it was a salt as a gas fired salt kiln yeah was it like it was the one that was built out of just like a hand a hand built one yeah nice yeah, it was it was kind of a yeah, it was something to fire it for sure. Yeah. So did Tate help you a lot, or did he just kind of give you give you a little foundation and, and figure it out, or? Um, I think Tate's way of teaching now is like he'll tell you know what has to be done, and you know like give you like some guidance, but uh-huh. he usually likes to kind of step back and see what you're doing you know? and if you have yeah. any questions then you know go to him and he'll definitely always help you know that so yeah the journey's part of the fun right yeah you know and it, but it takes the right person the right kind of student that has the drive to learn in that way because i know teaching high school like i'll try to challenge students sometimes and they're like, you know, like, I know the answer and I could give you the answer in like a second, but yeah. it's more fun for you to find it. But some students are just like, oh, it's, that's like too much work or I don't want right. to do it. They're not motivated. I'm teaching high school. So it's a different, mm-hmm. different motivation for some of my students. Some of my students are amazing. And it's like crazy. Like I had a kid today who was like having my beginning, my advanced students, like get more comfortable using more clay. And I'm like, you got to make like five, five pound bowls. And I have one kid, Danny, and he's like. He's been going like, you know, a third of a bag, half a bag. And he's today, he's like, hey, I want to, I want to throw, I want to throw a bag today. I'm like, hey, you know what? I got some, I've got a couple bags of red clay 
that I kind of want to just get rid of. Uh, here, like you can have a whole bag. And he just like went for it. And he like, was like helping him a little, but I didn't touch his thing. And he made a big ass bowl, which I'm sure is heavy as heck, but he did it and it looks decent. And I'm like, thank God I get some kids that are like motivated because right. it's amazing to go on the journey, like with the students, you know, where you see the students grow and then yeah. you learn so much as a teacher from your students. Like, I think as a teacher, I'm always getting learning from my students, even the high schoolers, because you get people, and especially like in the junior college, you get people that have never taken the class, but have had a wealth of experiences and different perspectives into the material and the medium that you get like new, you get new kind of ideas on how to approach the material. And that's what I get with my high school kids, where it's like they have their, <clears throat> they have their, you know, their background and their interests and I don't know how many kids that I have that are doing like anime related art all the time, but I'm like, yeah. cool. You like anime? What you like? That's yeah. cool. <laughs> My last guest who I just interviewed last night, Dante from Earth Nation, like he's all about anime and he's all like his Earth Nation is like uh, based on like Naruto. Mm. And it's like, like well, this is like a whole world I kind of know about, but I don't know anything about. So. Right. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, you know, interesting to see how the, the journey goes. So, um, so you, did you grow up in, uh, Douglas or Bisbee area? Yeah, I grew up in Douglas, Arizona. Um, it's a, it's a small it's, town, right? Yeah. It's a really small town. You know, there's, um, just about everything is closing over there, closing down, you know? Oh, really? So it really sucks to see that happening. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Downtown is just everywhere is closed. Uh, uh, Danny's just closed. Taco Bell, KFC. It's like, what's going on? How many people are in that town? I'm not sure. Like uh, a couple thousand or yeah, a couple hundred? Or? No, a couple thousand for sure. Um, oh. Not too small. But yeah, but small enough. enough. Yeah. I mean, they have a college, right? So. Yeah, it's in the middle of Douglas and Bisbee, so it's like. And Bisbee's a pretty small town, right? Bisbee is a small town, but they got it going on over there for sure. I mean, it's. I know Tate posts on his stories and stuff. Yeah, and it seems like awesome. he's always like there's always like a cool band playing, or there's like a cool little parade or festival, or like yeah, people just hanging out at, like on a Friday night, and the streets are buzzing, and I'm like, this place looks amazing. So. Being at uh, Cochise, were you part of that pit, pit fire festival thing that he would that that was going on? Does he still do that? Yeah, Tate still uh, does. I um, yeah, last year uh, I was chosen to make the one thousand bowls for the soup. Right. Uh, and so I started late April and had to finish uh, the beginning of October. Uh huh. So you had to so make that, a thousand bowls for the. Yeah, so that really pushed me. Like, man, I was just, I was in the studio all day, every day. Just, it was like, at some point, it was just like I was a machine, you know, just yeah, the same thing over and over and over again. And, um, but I think that totally helped me out, and the whole experience was really great. You know? That's a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's an impressive yeah. project to take on. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was. The studio and everybody in there was really helpful, you know, because like I would take up 
like a whole table with my bowls just right mm-hmm. there drying and everybody you know would have to work around it yeah or not even be able to work there because i had it full of bowls <laughs> but everybody was so cool with it you know whatever i needed help with you know there's always somebody there great and which is is something i think uh makes the ceramic community so you know wonderful you always mm-hmm. have somebody helping you know willing to help yeah yeah, so t- he, there's a pretty strong community at the in the ceramics department. It seems like, yeah, is that right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's got a lot of people coming back, and just kind of regulars, or is it? A- there's a lot of people that have been there for, I mean, eight plus years. You know? That's so cool. <laughs> they're just yeah. working that. They're they're working that those classes or whatever sections they're in or yeah they have their own room pretty much oh wow <laughs> yeah those are like the like his like his grad students or yeah. whatever the, the residents students. resident yeah. artists and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so and then you have a wide variety of ages and stuff working together oh yeah i mean i think i think we had somebody who's 80 years old or 90 years old argo so there was just all over the place. So we had somebody that was started there at 16 years old, you know. Um, so just everywhere in between it was really great. Um, yeah. And and then and then you, I guess you liked it enough that now you're uh, you transferred to uh, Northern Arizona, right? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I love it. You know, I really don't even think about being in the studio. I mean, like I'll get in there. 7 a.m. and then wouldn't you know it's like 11 p.m. or something like that and I'm like, oh wow I didn't realize now so um yeah it's something that I just love doing it just, just comes natural I think um and yeah I just got here at northern Arizona and it's your first semester good. right you just started yeah. yeah so we're gonna be busting out a wood fire tomorrow we're gonna start tomorrow which is really great I'm super stoked about it have you done a wood fire before yeah. Um, okay. You have a wood fire kiln at at Cochise. Yeah, we were lucky enough to have one of those. It was great. Yeah, got uh, Justin Lambert to go out and help build it. So that was cool. Got to meet him. You know, and so I've kind of been trying to stay in touch with him too. You know, mm-hmm. him. yeah, he helps out a lot with. You know, like I asked him questions on how to for tips on the soda fire. So mm-hmm. he's been helpful too. So that's great. So you've done wood fires and soda fires and salt fires and you've done all the firings at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So w- what's really... your uh, what's the direction? I know Northern Arizona has a lot of wood. They're a big wood fire community, right? Yeah, totally. Is that why you went there? Yeah. That was yeah, that. that. And then they have a soda kiln too. So, so if I'm not wood firing, I'm gonna be soda firing. That's the plan. That's awesome. So, I mean, having that kind of aesthetic, it seems like you kind of have like a kind of a Japanese kind of inspired aesthetic to your own work. Where's your, what are your, what what are your influences for your own stuff? Because you seem to be into the atmospheric stuff a lot, right? Yeah, totally. That's the wabi-sabi, the the randomness of the process or the fire and the flame or what's your, uh, as an artist, like what are your kind of motivations or what kind of, where do you want to go with this whole?
well, there's a certain, like, for sure, there's a chaotic um, energy in that wood kiln, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of things come out pretty, like, gnarly and just, wow. Yeah, crusty. Yeah, and I love that. Um, but I I just love seeing just a simple, you know, pot that's just, you know, really mi- minimalistic and having mm-hmm. that crazy surface on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bit of both worlds in a way. Um, so that's kind of what I've been shooting for is just, you know, really kind of like elegant form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, like, really refined. Yeah. Concentrate on like refined form, but then allowing the chaos to kind of yeah transpose and contradict the the elegance. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. So that's what I've been working with. Um, so which which is really kind of pushing my uh, throwing skills for sure. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I'm always mindful of just. I take forever just just on a form, you know, to see how it looks, how it's curved, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really something great to be mindful of. So going back to when you were doing the thousand bowls, were you just creating that this? Were you doing the same, pretty much the same bowl a thousand times, or was it just a thousand bowls of various forms? Yeah, yeah it was a thousand of the same bowls. Wow. Um, yeah, it took a while. Um, to find out what kind of form I wanted to make, you know, what kind of surface and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually I found that bowl shape and, you know, and so then I just, I think at one point I made like 50 or 70 bowls. I was like, you know what? I really don't like that. I mean, it's just too, I don't know, it's just something that you could totally buy at Walmart, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, no. I'm going to change it. And so I spent a while and I finally found that form and I just stuck with it and thousand bowls, you know? Yeah. And then what did the, what did you guys do? Then the bowls were part of the, the pit fire festival thing or. Yeah. So at the pit fire, uh, the culinary students makes a bunch of soup uh, uh-huh. and, and they sell the bowls for ten dollars each to every guest, and you know they get unlimited soup and burn. So that's cool, yeah. And then uh, that money goes to the Art Foundation for scholarships and you know stuff like that. Uh, I got a scholarship for a thousand dollars, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was I, like that's awesome. Yeah, it was totally cool. And then also, I I would like to think that it helped me um, help fund my way to go to Enseca. Yeah, so for my first time. So, and yeah. which which Enseca was that? Last year. In Minnesota. Yeah. Awesome. Are you going next year to uh, uh, Richmond? I sure hope so. Yeah, I have a, um, I have a lot of people I want to meet. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm planning on going. So. Yeah, it's only when I meet you too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just something that I've really been focused on is connecting with people. You know. Yeah, I, that's exactly why I'm doing all this. Like, right. you know, it's like there's a part of me that's like, I kind of want to be working on my pottery and doing my work, but I've kind of realized like maybe this is kind of part of my work now is like building the community and, and you know, talking yeah. to people and chatting and like building stronger relationships and, you know, yeah, getting, getting couches to sleep on if I go <laughs> travel. Well, I don't know. 
me yeah, and my sure. me and my kids and my wife. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> but right. you know, like just building the community and making new friends and getting this. I plan on being in the ceramics game till I die, and I don't. Yeah. I plan on living to be late into my, you know, nineties or hundreds or whatever. So, you know, it's like we got it. We're all a big family. You know, we all just gotta yeah. get to know each other better. Um. So, what was your? Did you go uh, to Nsika with? other people from did you go by yourself or did you go with a group of people uh i went with my girlfriend and our friend uh, nicole and that well it was quite the process because we started like maybe two weeks before Ensika, and so i was trying to get funding from the school because oh. so, i had no idea about Ensika, you know oh and so that was like a mess but we eventually got uh funding which is really great, and we mm-hmm. all went, and we had a good time, you know, we were kind of lost, um, being our first time, you know, but I did meet some people, saw some workshops, and, you know, saw some yeah. presentations and everything, and it was really, it was a really great experience, and definitely and Sika's overwhelming, and Sika's yeah, completely is. overwhelming, there's so much going on, and there's so many people, and it's like, it's a really quick little couple days, and yeah. A lot's going on. I know I'm I'm uh in January there's a thing in it's in um St. George, Utah. It's called Claycon West. And it's kinda like West Coast, Western West Western part of the United States, mini in Sika. But it's only like a few hundred people. So I'm looking forward to going there and, you know, connecting with it's I'm like, I'm expecting like, oh, it's gonna be kinda like in Sika, but less overwhelming, I hope. With right. like less people. So you know, do you guys have like a ceramics club at uh in your in no northern idea. Arizona? I have no idea. I haven't. I, I haven't. Been got, got, yeah, because you know maybe you, you get the clay club to do something where you guys you guys go to Wenseca as a school or you know get like a booth and right. you know they have those tables and see if you can work the hustle and get get the school to help help you help help you get there yeah that's the plan i've been meaning to ask our professor um but yeah we've, i've been getting people to come to the pit fire which is october the beginning of october so oh, okay we're gonna, i'm gonna have a booth over there with a couple of friends from here so that's oh, cool. cool yeah oh, awesome. yeah so we're gonna go down there and eat some yeah sell some work yeah it's awesome yeah cool yeah um um what was i gonna so what uh what do you think uh so i asked kind of tate like what's going on with you know like tate you know johnny like what what can you tell me about him and he's like oh well i think i introduced him to like some of the like real passions he have has in his life and he said he said in his little uh, with what I we were me- messaging back and forth. He said he he it took him two years or something to introduce you to your, to get you with your girlfriend or something. Was he <laughs> was he somehow kind of involved in? Yeah. That? Um, Is that a story yeah, you want to tell? Well, uh, Tate kind of yeah he was pretty involved in it. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know he would totally like throw hints at her. Uh huh. Um, you know, but like at some point. You just like, you know, give me advice or whatever I needed. You know, <laughs> it was really, it was really funny, and 
So, so you guys met in the ceramic studio yeah. with over there, and is she and is she with you now at Northern Arizona, or is she no, back in? She's, she's back in at, Douglas. She's or? at ASU in Phoenix. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're working that. Yeah. You're working that. You're working the DMs and the, yeah, the text and the that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. are you a are you a ceramics BFA ceramics major at yeah. Northern Arizona? Are you take have you take have you taken a lot of other art classes yet? Or are you mainly taking ceramics? No, I haven't taken a lot of other classes. I'm, I'm now taking a couple of printmaking classes and a drawing class right now. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, I feel overwhelmed for sure. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just it's just not my thing, and I I don't have much practice in it. But it's definitely something that's going to help me in the long run. It totally does. Like looking back, because I feel like there was, I had a similar kind of a passion for ceramics, you know, like I came out of high school really into ceramics and then I got to like junior college and I screwed around for a couple years. And when I finally figured out like, oh, I want to do this art thing. They're like, oh, cool. You want to be an art major? Like you really like ceramics? Well, you got to take like all these other art classes that are not ceramics. And I was very like, but I just want to throw pots all day. Right. And now like looking back, it's like, oh my God, like I wish I would have like in some ways like worked harder or paid more attention in, in some of those classes and took them a little more not that I didn't take them serious, but maybe I remember like in the drawing classes they had to do had to do like the sketchbooks. And I sucked at doing the sketchbooks. I sucked at doing the homework. I was yeah. like, I'll do the projects, but I don't do like the side work. And I wish I spent more time, especially in my figure drawing class, like to really understand the human form. But you know, now as a as a high school teacher, like I have to teach all these different skills. But as an artist I realize like how important like those basic like elements and principles, you know, of just color line, value, shape, texture, space, and understanding those and balance and right. being able to look and analyze the artwork. So, yeah, embrace the embrace the chaos of these the next couple years of yeah. a, of a BFA undergrad because right. I think looking back, I think those were those were probably two of the best years I had as like. Uh, like looking back, I'm like those two years as an undergrad at Cal State Fullerton, where I was just an art major and I didn't have to do all the crappy gen ed stuff. Right. My whole entire existence was to like make art. Right. You know, and my girlfriend at the time, who I wish I would have dumped like before then, but I stuck with her and I. But whatever. I mean, <laughs> she's whatever. She's fine now. But you know, looking back, I was like. She dragged me down to like I could have done so much more if I didn't have this responsibility of that. But yeah, I think it's awesome that you're that you're going for the BFA thing, and it's so cool that you're you're at uh, Northern Arizona because that was one of the schools that I kind of had was on my radar when I was like looking at schools because I know the area is really cool, right? The Flagstaff. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's nothing like I'm sure Douglas, where you were, right? It's a whole new world here. Yeah. It shouldn't even be Arizona. That's crazy. Right. It's yeah. like mountains and it's, it's more like pine trees everywhere and wow. mountains and it's just it's incredibly nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Douglas is like a hundred degrees and over here is like eighty. So Yeah. And you're in the mountain. It's pretty mountainous and hilly yeah. and yeah, elevated up. Yeah, I think the elevation here is seven thousand or something like that. So it's we're pretty high up there. Yeah. So have you haven't fired there yet? Nope. 
See, I'm curious. I'm sure some people listening would know, but I wonder how the elevation affects the firing process. You know, with the and you being around a bunch of trees where there's more oxygen than there is in the desert, and you're at a higher elevation. Like that's that's something to you know. Definitely think another variable, another variable to 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 screw up. To screw with your head <laughs> while you're trying to figure out this whole like uh, firing thing yeah uh yeah i totally haven't thought about that i'm sure uh jason has for sure thought about jason has for sure thought yeah about, you got it going on <laughs> yeah yeah it's like so cool like it's so i mean i'm really excited to watch kind of what you're going to be doing over the next couple of years because it seems like you have a good background and a good foundation going in as far as like you know you make nice work, you make nice forms, and you've had some good experience, like, with the different atmospheres, and now you're going to, like, a a really concentrated, like, wood fire school, where it's, like, yeah. you know, you're yeah. going to know your wood, and it's awesome. And you, your mascot's the lumberjacks, right? Yes. So it's perfect for, like, being a wood firer, the <laughs> lumberjack, and you're literally yeah. going to have to be, like, lumberjacking yeah you're gonna have to be like chopping wood or mm-hmm. or something right i mean well, I did it. <laughs> you gotta like prep that you gotta it's not just yeah. turning on a gas valve you know oh, it's, no. it's it's definitely just work 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 you know yeah stop um eventually i want to start you know firing at least one of those wood kilns by myself you know with just my work yeah so, yeah so that's so how many wood kilns do they have there I think there's five different wood kilns. Wow. Yeah. And all various sizes, I imagine? Yeah. So how yeah. small is the smallest one? I'm not too sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about them right now. Oh, okay, you're still figuring out. You're still... Yeah. It's still a new semester, a new school. Yeah, yeah. I'm still getting comfortable. Print making. Yeah, well, hey, you know, <laughs> that's part of the... It's cool. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, almost cool to like, okay, we're going to do this one now. And if I'm still doing this podcast, hopefully I am, but who knows? If I'm still doing it in a couple years when you're like having your BFA show, right. we'll have a follow up conversation to like okay. sandwich. And then you can like show your kids, like, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> if you have kids or show whatever, you know, just, yeah. Cause I like the idea. I have like a student teacher this year and I've kind of regret not having her on like before she started student teaching with me mm-hmm. and then have like a bookend like post student teaching because so yeah, it's exciting to kind of talk to people that are starting a, a new big chapter of your life as an artist sure. you know like starting the bfa program and being a relatively young potter and young ceramic artist and I get so jealous of people like you because you're so good already. I'm like, dude, you've been with them for like uh, two and a half out. years. And it's like, your, your stuff's really good. Like, Thank you know, you. yeah, like your forms are really nice and clean and you seem to have a good professional approach as a young artist. So that's like, I'm like, I feel like an idiot for being just uh, doing the ceramics thing for 27 years. And I'm like, God, I, my stuff sucks like so bad. Yeah, like, Relax. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just, you know, I think I'm just the, the the artist that just I just beat myself up and I'm never happy and you know that's, like, that's, that's the pain. Like that's my pain. That's the fuel is like the yeah the agony and the pain and the suffering is somehow like motivating to me as a weird right. psychotic artist. But so being from like 
I'm so fascinated with like the 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 small town life because I live in this like Southern California suburban thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so how many people? You know, you know how. You know how many like people were like in your high school? Like a couple, like a couple hundred people in your high school, or was a couple thousand people in your high school, or? I think. Well, I think when I graduated, I think there was four hundred students that graduated. Oh. So. But, I mean, I'm not sure as to how big it was. Um, and they didn't have ceramics at your high school? They had a, they had an art class. Um, he, he taught ceramics, but... You never... Yeah. yeah there, was I, one art, I, there was one art teacher? Yeah. Yeah, and um, class probably filled up fast. and. Yeah. You know, I just... I never got it. For them, but. Yeah. Well, it's awesome that you were able to, like, get it and get kind of into what you're doing. Um. I know you. I know I saw a recent post where you you said it's you don't really like to make handles. It sounds like. Yeah. You don't like um, you don't it's like throwing pots and trimming them and they're done. Well, it's just because I know that like my handles need a lot of work and it's just yeah. that, you know I'm just like I keep on trying and trying and it's just like I, I'm not seeing any um any improvement or if I do it's like very very little. And it's just something that keeps on like ah, it's just frustrating me. You know? Yeah, but I don't think that handle like, you posted on that mug you that mug you posted that's not a bad handle. Well, it's just like maybe it's maybe you don't like it and that's okay because you know you're yeah. okay. It's okay if you don't like your work and that's yeah. going to motivate you. But from my an outsider's perspective, like that's not a bad handle. I mean, I can't hold it and feel it, but yeah. you know, visual from a visual from a pure visual assessment you know that's not a bad looking handle but take go back to your thousand bowls thing okay so make a thousand handles you know i know that's the plan and it's like oh torturous but by the end you'll be like you know you don't even have to do a thousand you know but just um handle your shit man (laughs) yeah like i said on my post i'm totally gonna be um next week just be making mugs and handles and i mean that's my plan. Try to get better at it. You know, and you don't even have to make them, you know, you could just do, make one mug with like four or five handles on it, you know, oh, just, yeah. just practice, you know, just, pra- yeah. just, that's like one way to remember my, the same teacher that I had with Tate, uh, Vincent Suez, mm-hmm. he would be like, yeah, like just, you know, if you want to make handles, just make a, make a bunch of handles and make a pot with like, you know, 10 handles on it. Mm-hmm. Instead of making ten pots with one handle, make one pot with ten handles and practice making handles. So right, yeah. You can make some cool sculptural six finger six handled mugs and I don't know. It's probably a waste yeah. of time. What are you gonna do with it? But now you're in college, you now's the time for you to yeah. goof off a little, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully you get some kind of wacky assignments in ceramics that force you out of your comfort zone. There's definitely yeah. some value in being out of your comfort zone and being forced to do things where you're like, why am I doing this? Like, this is stupid. And then you look <laughs> back, you're like, oh, yeah, changes that kind of re- can slightly rewire your brain or change your perspective on how to approach subjects and how to approach things. So, you know, embrace the chaos, man. Like, <laughs> this is the time to just are you yeah. are you working? while you're in school or are you just in school no i haven't found a job yet were you looking for a job yeah yeah hopefully hopefully you get a job that's can kind of not get too much in the way of you just being a 
just living in the chaos. It's like, you know, like you were saying about the fire of the wood fire of the chaos. Like you're that you're that pretty little pot. And college is this like amazing chaotic experience that when you come out of the fire and cool down, you'll be like, oh, like this is like that stupid art history class I had to take where I had to learn about these dumb cultures and artists. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's actually, it's actually good to know. And as a college graduate of an art major, it's good to know, be able to like, be able to rap with people about, you know, yeah, art and art beyond just your, your medium or your primary material, you know? Yeah. Uh, Are there any other art, are there, are there any other art classes you're looking forward to taking outside of ceramics that you're uh, probably required to do for some upper division electives or something? I'm really enjoying relief printmaking. It's really something I've been really liking, actually. Um, this is my first time trying it, but it's, I really like doing it. You know? Uh-huh. Do they have a, do they have a, a sculpture department or glass or metals or any of that kind of wood they stuff? Have, they have sculpture. Um, they don't have glass, which is something I would definitely love to try at some point. But Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, those sculpture classes are cool, too, because sometimes in the sculpture classes, you can incorporate clay, mm-hmm. and that can kind of help. You know, imagine you're just making, like, sculptures that are pedestals for your or metaphors for the wood-fired work that you're doing. You know, where you can incorporate these two me- mediums and materials. Because I'm sure you saw it in Sika, you know, like there are people that like really nice pottery and there's people that make like really nice pottery and incorporate it with other kind of pre- presentations of the of a pot by not just being a pot, but like a thing. And sometimes yeah. it's a little like overboard and a little like, whoa, this is really crazy. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, where do you want to go? Like, what's the kind of. What is what is like? Where do you want to go with the ceramics thing? Uh, I definitely uh, want to have teach. you thought that far ahead yet? Yeah, I definitely want to teach. That's oh the, cool. Yeah, I teach here of some sort. Um, I would love to take um, the high school the art high school teacher over there, Douglas, is retiring two years, I think. Oh. So I would love to take that job over. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That's the plan right now. Oh, that's the plan. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Have you talked yeah. to him? Yeah, we talked quite a bit. Oh, okay, good. Oh, family. cool. So he knows you're kind of on the Yeah. And he's and he's excited for you to kind of potentially transition. Yeah, he totally like inform my decision to come oh. to Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, dude, you're fucking hooked up, man. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, yeah, you got to do the work, and you don't know what's right. going to happen because, you know, you could be like, oh, this BFA, this ceramics thing is cool. I mean, you get an opportunity to go somewhere like abroad and study yeah. somewhere, or you can go, go and maybe get a, a a ride to go to grad school somewhere and get your MFA. And but then as a high school teacher, I'll tell you what, dude, high school's not a bad gig, you know, like. What I always go back to is like I work, like I have all these, I have all this time off, you know. And I think some people, I mean, teaching high school is definitely like a seasonal job. And when it's on, it's on. And it's like when it's busy, like you're busy. But then it's, oh, cool, I have this time off. And as an artist, yeah. like amazing opportunities, you know. Yeah. Imagine 
you know, where you go to, you teach high school and you do your, you do your job and then you have like, I don't know, six to eight or eight to 10 weeks off in the summer. And yeah. eight to 10 weeks off as a summer is enough time to do a lot, you know, crank out some work, crank out some work or go travel and, you know, go do residencies somewhere. There's, yeah. re- there's places all over the, all over the world that do ceramics that, you know, go to, you know, there's the in Bali, they have an awesome ceramics, you know, place. There's places in, you know, France and Italy and, you yeah. know, so yeah, it's, it's exciting though to be kind of knowing that you have something potentially back home that's yeah. like and it's really cool as a high school teacher one of the things i really like is getting students and getting people that maybe otherwise wouldn't be kind of on the art track but they have to take the class and it opens their mind it opens their brain up to like you know a whole new world and you yeah. get to be the kind of you know the on the same track as them as far as like you know guiding them through this process and you know being a teacher's kind of uh you know like we're teachers but we're also like i think if you're a teacher you're like always a student you know because i feel like as a teacher you're always in the learning environment and it's inevitable that you end up like continuously learn from your students and just from your own practice and sometimes like as a teacher you're forced to do things that you don't want to do as an artist you're like i don't want to make pinch pots i don't really want to make a slab box yeah i don't want to make a slab cup like but i I don't want to make an animal sculpture a double pinch Mm -hmm. pot animal sculpture but you know what this is what we have to do right now is we have to make animal sculptures. So I'm going to make a, I'm going to make my dog or I'm going to make a bunny rabbit or I'm going to make a psychotic turtle with a, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a skull face on it. So, you know, that's one of the cool things about being a teacher is that it forces you to a certain degree to always continue to learn and be a student. So it's very, uh, it's a super rewarding thing, but then being an artist is also has its own benefits. So, that's why I love the fact that we're all doing the ceramics thing and we all kind of have our own, our own version of ceramics and our own version of kind of how we get there. And it's pretty cool. So I got a couple uh, listener questions. Um, one of them, I don't think it makes any sense, but maybe it might make sense to you. There is one, the name is mood underscore ocean. Is that somebody, you know, and it's just got three waves. Is that, mean anything to you is it like secret code because yeah i don't know okay it's probably some yeah hi mood underscore ocean thank you for uh infiltrating the podcast and wasting all 30 seconds of the podcast so i appreciate it uh another one is from uh someone i had on last night or i interviewed last night who'll be on the week before his name is dante from earth nation and he asked giffen grip or nah you do a giffen grip so you yeah. trimmed all those bowls by centering it, and you do. Are you are you a water sticker? Are you a clay sticker? Or are you a, a off the little mound of clay um, sticker? I'm a water sticker for some forms, you know. Yeah. Like, what did you do for your bowls? For your thousand bowls? What did I? I, I lugged it. Lugged it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it was. I think the safest thing. Have you ever used the, You didn't like the Giffen grip. Yeah, I tried it, and I was like. Didn't like it. You didn't like it? 
Well, how like, could you not like a Giffen grip? It's like so well, easy. It just didn't well, work. Or... Well, you know, it's just you're kind of not learning from it in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's kind of like what the whole process for me was about yeah. just kind of just honing those skills. You know what I mean? And so that's something that you kind of embraced the suffering. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cool. How many bowls? Like, well, in a good day, like how many? What was like a day? of you making those things would you like throw in the morning because you're in the desert i mean would you throw in the morning and trim in the afternoon and night or did you just how did you like how did how did that whole thousand bowls process go for you um some days i some days i'd like on a good day i'd make 80 bowls you know throw 80 bowls leave them leave them um slightly covered and trim them right next day but some days you know i'd start real early in the morning throw about 40 and then trim them all in the afternoon yeah so it was it was you know because you did it during the summer right yeah started in april and ended and was in october so i imagine in those arizona summers it gets pretty darn hot yeah yeah totally i mean i think that totally helped my what I was doing because I don't think I would have been able to make all of them if I had to wait forever to, yeah. to dry, you know? Yeah. It's crazy how like where you live can affect your pottery practice. Right. Cause there's people that are like uh, in the Midwest and, you know, East coast where it's like the humidity is like, mm-hmm. they're just like waiting for stuff to dry and stuff doesn't dry out. They have to have, you know, dehumidifiers in their studios or, and then you're on the opposite end where you're like, and then like, and where I'm at in Southern California isn't, it's not that much different from where you are in the sense that I could throw in the morning and I could trim in the afternoon and night because it's the summers here get warm enough, you know, it gets nineties and hundreds and it's the same kind of dry heat, the yeah. dry deserty heat. So yeah, though it's, it's amazing how the world we live in is it's like the same, but it's also different depending on. Yeah like your environment and you know i was talking with uh the last the one that i just put out on tuesday with josh and he was talking about how he's been using like he's in indiana and he's been like digging like local indiana clay you know and like like you know a farmer found a clay deposit and he's like getting the local clay deposits and it's like it's amazing you know like the earth is amazing (laughs) The earth is amazing, and, and it's kind of amazing how we, like, totally exploit it for its resources. <laughs> but I don't know. I always like the, like, Joe Rogan has a, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, he does podcasts, but he's a comedian, and he has this one, but he's very philosophical, and he has this one kind of thing that he says where it's like, humans are like a, humans are like a, um, like a virus or something when you look at it from the earth where it's like green and lush and beautiful then you see these cities where it's like all you know metal and wood and plastic and cement and it's like uh you know it's like the i don't know like a fungus or something like growing on the earth and it's kind of sucks you know we really look back you're like geez we are like a fungus in a way we just kind of we just take from everywhere and we yeah make it our own and we clear yeah, out forests money you know yeah it's the this this life in this world we live in is pretty i mean i'm getting all deep and philosophical <laughs> but it's like you know i think as ceramic artists we're we're so connected to the earth in a weird way mm-hmm. we inevitably as potters we're like literally taking earth and 
shaping it and using fire and water and air. Mm-hmm. It's super primal and cheesy, but it's really like spiritual in this weird way. So sometimes I kind of almost feel guilty of like, geez, like what have we done? But at the same time, like it's all about survival. And this is the cultures and societies that have developed over thousands of years. And here we are, you know? Yeah. Uh, Another uh, question I got is from Chanel Reed, who is probably the number one. I want to say she's one of the top ceramics cheerleaders out there. Yeah. And she's super supportive of like everybody. Yeah. It's like, and everybody seems to love her. And then uh, you, you know, you, you follow her, you know her. Right. And the fact sure. that she's started doing her own pottery, her own ceramics yeah, is like, exciting. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, she's going to be a guest on here. I she like I'm like I want you to be a guest and then she started doing the pot the pottery thing I was like oh okay like I want to wait to have you as a guest after you've like developed your own artwork because she has yeah. a, such a unique perspective as like a collector who's mm-hmm. now doing it so her question though is says are you enjoying being back in the studio and will you be making mugs <laughs> um I I'm definitely happy to be back in the studio you know something I totally missed out on. I'm, I mean, I, I missed it for sure, you know, um, but mugs, yes, I'm going to be making mugs. I'm going to be ha- uh, practicing my handles. So yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Improved for sure. You know? Well, yeah, I'm sure it's just, I'm sure you'll make a bunch this semester, this year. And then in a few years, you'll look back and you'll be like, God, I, you know, it's just constantly evolving and changing, you know, things. And then, um, when you were at, and you said you wanted to be a teacher, have you done any teaching already? Um, in like a well, form, like, and have you done like demos or anything for the, the classes and, or like one-on-one helping people? Um, yeah, well, when I was over there at the coaches college, I was a lab tech. Student oh, and awesome. so, you know, I'd always be out there helping whoever needed help, cool. you know, giving demos and Tate would always be. You know, cheering me on to demo. With yeah. He knew that I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. A teacher. And so he always, you know, pushed me to, you know, demo or give advice or whatever. You Help, go yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've done that. You know, I've gone to, I don't know if you know about the New Mexico Clay Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do some demos over there, help the kids throw and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I believe Tate set up, um, or is trying to set up for me to do some demonstrations here at a community college over here. So, which is really great. So, oh, cool. Doing that soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you were lab tech, were you you were loading kilns and mixing glazes and stuff? Yeah. All the time. Okay. So, so you and I share another experience. One summer. It was a summer between my last two years, my last year. I was only at Cal State Fullerton as an undergrad for two years. So after my first year, Tate taught a summer class at one of the junior colleges, and he needed like a lab tech for that summer class. So he got me the like lab tech job. And I, and it was like during the summer, and I was in this little kiln shed, and it was hot as hell, and I would always be there loading it, and he would always be like, oh, like, you're the kiln bitch. Did he call you kiln bitch or no? No, he didn't. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay, good. That's nice. People <laughs> like, okay, go load the kiln, bitch. I'm like, oh, thanks. thanks. And it was, nice. it was, it was fun. But that was yeah. that was another really good experience. He, and it's great because he kind of gave me a similar opportunity to help 
as the lab tech, I got to help out a little of the beginning class and I got to, I don't know if I did any demos, but I remember I got to help out like the kids learning to throw and hand build and stuff. So yeah, it's so cool. We have this similar kind of, uh, yeah. you know, similar, similar affection for Tate. And I know I've been messaging with Tate and he said he'll be a guest. So those of you that are listening can in a few episodes, I don't know when, but hopefully in the next three or four or five weeks, I'll have Tate as a guest and I'm sure that'll, that'll be, be a, one. that'll be a riot of a, that'll be a riot of a thing. Cause I haven't seen or talked to him in like 10 years. Yeah. I think the last time, last time I talked, no, I mean, I've been messaging with him on Instagram for, for a while, but I think the last time I saw him was at the, uh, the Inseca in Phoenix, which was like 2009, I think. So so that was the last time. And I remember I showed up. I just drove out from where I'm at. And I, like, texted him or whatever and messaged him and was like, hey, what's up? And I was just going to sleep in my truck because I was like, whatever. Like, I'll sleep in my truck. And he, like, let me sleep on the floor in his hotel. And it was, like, it was awesome. So, nice. yeah, Tate's, Tate's totally the homie. I'm super looking forward to talking to him. And I really want to get – he's been invited me for years to go to the pit fire thing, but – being a high school teacher, it's hard because it's right in the middle of like the semester, and now I got kids and a wife, and it's yeah. kind of rough. <laughs> um, another question I, uh, I ask everybody is: Do you have any epic, uh, epic disasters or epic uh, injuries as a ceramic artist? You ever blow up any kilns or, you know, any 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 run-ins with the with the the metal rib of death? Mm-hmm. No, I I haven't. I mean, I've definitely cut myself with the metal rip, but um, I think the worst thing I've done would be uh, I think it was maybe second wood fire, you know, and they're like, go make home packs. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I put them backwards. Oh. <laughs> <So I put> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they found out before we started. So that was great. But. Oh. Yeah. I, I oh, that's not that, that bad. They found it. I definitely it. got some shit for that, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you you're really conscious now whenever you make a comeback. Yeah. Totally. To, put it in, to put it in the right order. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We're always, we're just constantly making mistakes, you know. Every day I make mistakes and it's just, mm-hmm. it's all good. Yeah. Not always in ceramics, but I always make mistakes in life on a, on a daily basis. And then I got one more question. I know you recently changed your, uh, your Instagram handle. You were composed wares for a while, which yeah. I thought was a. I always thought that was a really interesting name, but then you recently changed it just to your your regular name. But what was the what was your um, what was the mindset behind composed wares? Because I was I was totally gonna ask you that, and you changed your name, and I was like, ah. Oh. But I'll still ask you. Well, um, I like I've been like I'm a really calm person. <laughs> I'm super calm, you know, and a lot of people you know, will say that for sure, that I'm, I'm super calm, and, um, you know, there's something that I kind of looked at my work as kind of, I try to make my work as not too, you know, out there, mm-hmm. just, like I said, just simple, minimal, and everything like that, and so I kind of went both ways for sure, but um, I changed it because it's just easier, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think there's value in both, there's a lot of value in both. Uh, approaches mean a, a unique combination of words that represent you you know yeah. and then there's also a lot of value in just being yourself yeah because it's easier for people to find you by just typing yeah. in your name 
but then it's also having uh, another kind of brand can give yeah. you and it kind of depends on what your what your goal is and i think it seems like from where you are where you're going it seems like just being you is a good like you know you being you is a good for where you want to go as an artist and as a, you want to be a teacher just you know it's less confusing and if artists people other artists want to find you it's you know yeah. cool um so uh if people wanted to get a hold of you or like check you out on on the internet what would where what's do you have any plugs of uh where to contact you or anything you're going to be doing or any sales or your etsy or well um i mean the only upcoming thing is the wood fire tomorrow we're going to be unloading tuesday um i don't know if he wants us to get rid of that work just you know as soon but i definitely made extras but okay cool and you have an etsy shop right yeah i haven't really been keeping up with it just because i've been out of the studio yeah but i plan on either i plan on posting um work on instagram you know for sale and oh cool I'll post on uh, Etsy eventually. Cool. And then your Instagram is what's your? It's Johnny dot. Is it Johnny dot? Is it yeah, Johnny dot or is there a dot or no? Yes, or underscore? A dot. a dot. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I know it's yeah. so specific. It's so like you got to. Is it an yeah. underscore? Is it a straight uh, word? It's dot. Yeah. Is it underscore name? It's like. My name was taken. I can't. No, it sucks. <laughs> Can and that you don't. That's not. That doesn't seem like a super common last name, is it? Uh, no, I don't know. I have never heard it. Man. Yeah, I never. I don't. I don't know any. I don't know. But I mean, I have. I feel like I have a similar last name, and then I Google my first name and last name, and there's like twenty other Ryan Reichs in the world, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, yeah. What? Like, I thought I. <laughs> Because if I could just be Ryan Reich on Instagram, at Ryan Reich, I would totally do that. But there's another guy that's at Ryan Reich, and he's like a photographer, dude, and he barely ever posts. Uh, like, I checked, and it's like, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, how, many yeah. other, how many other Reichs are there? But I guess there's more than I, I ever realized. So, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, we are we get what we get, and we don't get upset. That's what I tell my kids. You know, <laughs> you get what you yeah. get, and deal with it. You know, and life's yeah. not fair, but I can't be the first Ryan Reich. I'll have to be a Ryan Reich ceramics, and you can't be Johnny Arvizu. You got to be Johnny Dot Arvizu. So that's just it. That's 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 what you get. So yeah. well, cool, dude. I really appreciate you taking the time to you know chat with yeah. me go on our first date <laughs> yeah, was i look day. forward to i look forward to uh you know hopefully seeing you at Insika in the future or maybe i'll make it out to the, the pit fire one of these days or if you're ever in socal for whatever reason you know yeah. hit me up so i'm gonna hit this button and i'll, I'll talk to you on the other side of the stop Hey, thanks for listening or watching to my conversation with Johnny Arvizu on my latest episode of Clay is a Four-Letter Word, episode 14. Can you believe it? 14 weeks in a row. It's amazing for me to do something that consistent. But I did it, 14 weeks. And I got another one, week 15. It's coming out a week from today, Tuesday. I'm sure you're listening to it on Tuesday. Uh, my next episode is going to be with Ryan Durbin, who is... 
has a podcast of his own. It's called Wheel Talk. And Becca Otis, who was a, a episode eight, I think. I could be wrong. I think episode eight that was Becca. Um. Anyways, Brian Durbin, he's gonna be uh my next guest. He was in Orange County and came by my classroom, my school, and uh, for the day, and we did a podcast kind of in the middle there in my classroom for part of it. Part of it, we had to stop and go up by the kiln. So that one's different because <clears throat> we were in person. Second one I done in person. Um, so they have an awesome podcast called Wheel Talk. It's Becca and Ryan where they just chat about their experiences as potters and sellers and, you know, just trying to sell pots for a living and for a side thing. And then also, if you're not listening to, there's also the Boldly podcast, Boldly with an I. And that's another awesome ceramics-based podcast that's kind of new. The three of us kind of all came out around the same time. So we've all kind of been figuring out the podcast world. Um, for me personally, I have an Etsy update coming up Saturday or Sunday at noon Pacific time. If we don't do it Saturday, I'll do it Sunday. I don't try to do one on Saturday. A bunch of sneaker mugs. At least a few of them. Um, if you're not already, uh, subscribe and rate and review and like on whatever platform you're listening to this. Uh, just Google it and you can find it. But iTunes and Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Clay is a four-letter word on Instagram and at Ryan Reich Ceramics on Instagram. It's the best way to get a hold of me if you have any questions. Special thanks to Johnny Arvizu again for being my special guest and to my wife and kids for putting up to me. New episode every Tuesday. Uh, I always post the questions before my interviews, so I'll be posting one tomorrow morning. I got one tomorrow night. Depending on when you're listening to this, it's Monday night, ten o'clock on September thirtieth. About to drop this podcast on the first of the month, Tuesday, because that's when I do it. So, anyways, um, thanks again for listening to. Uh, Thanks again for listening to Clay's a four-letter word, and I will see you or talk to you next week.